0: All right, well, shall we get started?
1: Um, hold on a second. Just hold on. Just hold on a second. Just one second. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Keep holding.
0: Hold Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold, still hold. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold door.
1: Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold door. Hold door. Hold door.
0: Hold door. Hold door. I never watched that. Show. <laughs> I saw one mm-hmm. episode. That's it. And it was out. Which
1: one? Which one?
0: Game of Thrones. Oh, which episode? Yeah. I don't even remember. I think it was either. It was something where everybody was like, oh. I just remember watching it, and everybody's like, "Oh man, you never know who's gonna die." And I watched, it, I'm like, "Oh, that guy's not gonna die." They're like, "Oh, you never know." I'm like, "No, Cause I think it was Jon Snow," and I'm like, "The way they're the way they're presenting him, he's not gonna." Yeah,
1: be- <laughs> yeah, he was the Mr. Yeah. Big Man of the show.
0: Yeah, and it's just, well, it's just like when everybody was like, "Oh man, Norman Reed, they might they could kill Norman Reed." I'm like, "No, they're not." It's like if they <clears throat> able to watch the show anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, originally. Yeah.
0: He wasn't supposed to last very long, yeah. but, but then, like, people liked him so much that then they decided. I mean, classically, the biggest mistake of a show doing that was Dallas, where they killed off Patrick Duffy, and then it's like the ratings then just plummeted.
1: And then it was all a dream. Yeah.
0: like <laughs> So the entire season was just a dream so they could bring him back. All oh. right, go ahead. <clears throat> all right, well, you want me to start? Do you want you to start? Or do you want to start?
1: I don't care. You just I don't care, Jeremiah. I don't
0: care. Wow. It's it. great to know how much love you have for this podcast.
1: I love this podcast. I just don't love you.
0: Oh, wow. I thought you loved me, but you were no longer in love with me.
1: It's more of a like situation, uh, yeah. a mutually exclusive. We're
0: in a, what was it? What,
1: advantageous.
0: On, we're in a, it's, it's complicated. Uh, yeah. Relationship.
1: Yeah. I'm just using your yeah.
0: classic you. Um, speaking of which, can I have your access code to your, uh, Amazon Prime?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You missed the boat on that one. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to sink it with a torpedo. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, it's all, I guess I'll start. Um. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Normals Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremiah.
1: It's The Normals Show okay. Podcast.
0: All right, fine. We'll I mean, this is back. like... Let's take it back. This is like... No, no. Go ahead with your mistake. Oh, no, no. Here we go. No, we're starting. Start, no, go you know. ahead. <clears throat> ah, I gotta get my pitch right. <clears throat> this
1: this many episodes in, and you would think you would know the name of the show. You
0: think I actually listened to the show? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> out. All right, let's take it back back to one here. <clears throat> hey, everybody, welcome back to it's the normal show podcast, right? Is what you said. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the normal show podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremiah, and I'm Line. I believe it's Caleb or Ca- Caleb. I'm Caleb. No, 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 Cable. I'm sorry, I told you the wrong. Cable.
1: Cable. I'm from the future. I'd much rather be talking to Cable. I have to fight co- apocalypse.
0: <laughs> but anywho, um, so here we are, another episode. Um, so last week, you know, we—I guess—should we start off with the, the 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 you know kind of like this? Uh,
1: yes. So a couple of weeks last week or a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about death, and we uh, forgot to mention Hank Aaron. Yes,
0: Hank Aaron, of course, uh, baseball legend. Um, and you know, a lot of people I think forget. What a big deal that was because it was so long ago. But you have to bear in mind Hank Aaron broke the lifetime record for home runs, um, and prior to that, it was held by Babe Ruth, and that was like fifty years where it was unbroken. Yeah, so, I mean, like, that, like so for fifty years, no one came close to to breaking that record, and Hank Aaron finally achieved it, um, and by the way, well, did it without juicing.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's been broken now, yeah, right? Yeah, Barry
0: Bond. but the, right, the, but he's
1: the, a he's a juicer.
0: Yeah, the huge asterisks uh, on that one yeah. because it was it was found that yeah, he was juicing.
1: Yeah, so he Hank Aaron finished with seven hundred and fifty five home runs in his career. And what was and uh,
0: Ruth's like previous to that? Do you know,
1: I don't have it on hand, but I could look it up. Hold on, maybe if it'll let me do this on a call. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hey Siri. Uh, probably won't. How many home
0: runs did Babe Ruth have?
1: Babe Ruth had seven hundred
0: and fourteen home runs during his MLB career. Did you hear that? Why the hell is Siri Australian? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> she likes it that way. But anyhow, but um,
1: and what was seven hundred and fourteen, and Hank Aaron's was seven hundred
0: and fifty-five. So, yeah, so he 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 significantly kind of uh yeah. Uh, and, I so that was like a that was within a fifty year period because Hank you know because you know Hank Aaron was uh, in the seventies Babe Ruth was in the twenties so it's like the fact that it lasted that long with no one breaking it was um, yeah um and
1: well and if you look at you know he had three thousand seven hundred seventy one hits um he had he was a twenty five time All Star mm-hmm. which is pretty significant um. He he was on a team that world, won the World Series okay. in 1957. Was
0: it, was it the Atlanta Braves he was with? Or?
1: Yeah, I don't know if he was with the Braves. Let's see. He was with the Brewers for his last couple of years, but mostly with I the Braves. Think it was the
0: Braves where he broke the record, right? Or was well, it the Brewers?
1: Yeah, he was on the Braves from 54 to 74. And um, and then he was the Brewers his last couple of years, 75 and 76. Um, as he was on his way and out I
0: remember. I remember there was like you know there you know there's that thing that you've seen countless times on on just news and sports channels of like him doing that final you know after after he breaks the record where he's doing the where he's running the baseline, and mm-hmm. you know he talks about how because you because know, that's when like fans were actually rushing the field.
1: Yeah, everybody's out there like patting him yeah, on I the mean, back, running around with him. I mean, he
0: was actually afraid because he didn't know he he didn't know if like at first he didn't know if like someone was coming out there to try to kill him or like what they're doing because you know he actually did get he he did receive death threats about it because you know he because he was black and so a lot of people were threatened by the idea of oh this black man's going to have this record now uh mm-hmm. so he's talked about i mean luckily it was just they were just clearly fans of him wanting him to break the record. But yeah, when they rushed the field, I guess like there was that brief moment where he was in fear of thinking like, Oh God, what's happening right now.
1: And yet he didn't stop running the bases. Yeah, well,
0: of course you got to get away from those people. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: um. So anyway, his other achievements, uh, he won the MVP in 1957. He was a three-time gold glove winner. Uh, two-time national league batting champion four-time national home run leader uh four-time national RBI leader yeah uh he's he's his number's been retired um by both the Braves and Brewers I I think by everybody I don't know um, he's in the Braves Hall of Fame the American Family Field Walk of Fame and the MLB All Century Team, and
0: a thousand years from now, his uh, descendant will be the worst Blurns ball player until Leela shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blurns ball. What was his name? Uh, it was Hank. It was also Hank Aaron. Oh, it was also like Hank, Hank, Hank Aaron. Aaron the, yeah. what, like the the third or whatever he was. <laughs> yeah, because he was supposed to be. Yeah, they, they were both voiced because there was Hank Aaron whose head was in a jar, and there was yeah uh, about, the, about how he was the greatest player, and then there was his uh, descendant. Who was like the worst? Like his big claim to fame was that he was the worst Blurn, or Blurns ball player. And
1: yeah, and then Lila to came break along his and... Record
0: and she's like trying, yeah. not to because well, it's a steady job for him to hang uh, to to go to that museum. <laughs> yeah, <still> there <laughs> and, then, uh, and so like they were both trying to make it to where Leela would not be the worst Blurns ball player. So one, he could keep his job at the museum, and two, <laughs> she wouldn't be the worst Blurns ball player.
1: <laughs> yeah oh. but she ended up yeah. being the worst Burns ball player <laughs> um
0: but yeah so you know like, isn't it? it's a sports legend also like you know like, as we were saying a a a guy who kind of, who, who who did sort of break a glass ceiling for a lot of uh you know black athletes um and was a hero to a lot of a lot of just just in, in general was a hero to a lot of uh to a lot, to a lot of um up and coming, uh, baseball players and, and, you know, and yeah, it's, you know, he was, uh, how old was he when he died?
1: Uh, oof, um, I just went away from the page, but I can find it. Um, um, he was 86. 86. So,
0: I mean, still, that's, that's a pretty good run, you know? Um, and, yeah, but didn't, didn't they tie it to COVID? I forget if he was. I can't remember.
1: Um, let me let me see. I know,
0: well, I know. Well, that was also something else. Apparently, at first they thought that uh, Larry King died of COVID. We said that know, last week. because that that was originally tied to a COVID?
1: Yeah, they changed yeah, that. Didn't they they? That he
0: actually did beat it. So, um, but no, I can't remember if uh, Hank Aaron was
1: COVID related or not.
0: Dead space in a podcast is always great, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Say it again. I said dead space in a podcast is in dead air is always great.
1: Yeah, well, but the fortunate thing about uh, editing is you can take out that dead space. See, watch, watch,
0: watch. Right now, I'll take out all this dead space. Oh, no, you should totally leave it in. It's, It's great trivia for the fans. Uh. <laughs> um, i'm not
1: there nobody's saying
0: so it's undi- so basically it's undisclosed probably at this time well or the internet just sucks yeah. well did it say on imdb usually they're pretty good hold on uh
1: now wait a minute magazine says hank aaron died at age 83
0: Hmm. Well, let's see what. Let me look and see what. Uh, let's see, hang. Okay, they say he died of natural causes, and it's, I have eighty six on according to IMDb, which I trust them. Uh, yeah, people. Yeah. People
1: Magazine says eighty three, so they're wrong, but they're saying <laughs> they don't,
0: for a, for a magazine called People, they don't seem to know too much about them.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. And it says natural causes, but if they don't have his age right, how can I trust his death?
0: And I mean, and it doesn't have it list. I looked under there; it does not have it listed. But a lot of times, that just either means natural causes or undisclosed. So they may they may not know yet, you know. So, um, uh, which that kind of brings us to our next person. Um, which order should we go? Should we? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so, Cloris Leachman uh who's a legendary actress has been around forever was in uh Twilight Zone uh, uh like probably one of the, one of the best episodes of the Twilight Zone which is the it's a good good life the one with uh, Billy Mummy where he is the little boy who like the 6 year old with omnipotent power oh yeah where yeah on, on that one and, I didn't uh, know that yeah yeah and there's actually a really there's a I love that episode because there's a scene where you can tell, like, where you know, because everybody's like really cautious about how they want that kid to die, and they have to be careful about how they say it. Like, yeah, they can't
1: think it, they're like happy thoughts,
0: yeah, happy thoughts. And uh, and yeah, and, and there's a thing where she goes, Oh, he created this really wonderful creature the other day, it had big teeth and and uh, you know, and tail tail. For a minute, I thought it, it tried to bite him, and he he wished it away. For a minute there i thought it was going to succeed or something like that she says essentially she's like i really wished it would have killed him you know so uh and yeah um so she was in that uh she was also a regular in mel brooks films she played frau brooker in um young Young frankenstein uh and then um, she was also i forget the character's name but the nurse in high anxiety like kind of the manly nurse Mm -hmm. Um
1: And she was in North Avenue Irregulars, yes, yeah, which is one well, of my favorites.
0: With wasn't Ruth Buzzy in that as well? Yeah,
1: Ruth Buzzy was
0: in that. Yeah, um, e- Edward Herman. Yeah, which he's not like. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he died a long time ago. Uh Several years. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Also, uh. You know, she was in um the remake uh, or like the the updated movie version of Beverly Hillbillies. She played Granny. Um. And um, and and of course, one of my uh, one of my favorite holiday movies to watch. She was in Bad Santa. She played uh, Thurman's grandmother, who always is like, "Oh, let's bake some sandwiches."
1: <laughs> and she's been in Bob's Burgers
0: a lot, or at least and, once. And, and another another good one. And I actually I actually did post this on Facebook. Uh, one of my one of my favorite Simpsons uh, reoccurring characters. Although I think she only voiced her during it like whenever she the the first time they introduce her uh mrs glick the lady that um uh bart does chores for to try to get money to buy radioactive man number one mm. and <laughs> there's the whole thing where she like makes him do like really like like laboring work like where he's like but um pulling out weeds with thorns in them like prickly <laughs> weed like he gets all cut up and stuff and she goes, All right, well, here you go. And and gives him like 75 cents for doing that. And <laughs> he goes, now say thank you. And he goes, And I always love this where he goes, look, lady, oh uh, I can leave here without saying a dirty word or cursing or or hitting or, or breaking stuff, but there is no way that I'm going to say thank you and just you're welcome. <laughs> 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 now spend it on moon Or go ahead and spend your money on penny whistles and moon pies (laughs) and yeah um and here's the thing too is that you know like her and and also the next person we're going to talk about uh if you look at their imdb page um they were they were working even now like they like like they did not stop working like they uh, uh, Chorus Leachman actually has some uh, projects that haven't even been released yet, and she was 96 friggin' years old. <laughs> and or was it? 90, or was she 96 or 94? How old was she? I don't know.
1: Don't was, ask people.
0: Well, I'm. Gonna, uh, she was 94. It was the the, the next person we're going to talk about was 96. Um, but she was 94 years old, and it does, and she did apparently die of natural causes. Um, so thank God it was not a COVID related death. You know,
1: Uh, we've really got to do something about that scourge in American death totals, you know, natural causes. It's the leading cause of death in America.
0: Yes. Well, actually, it's actually now COVID. (laughs) Well,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) But, um, and anywho, um, but no, uh, yeah. So it's just amazing that up until, isn't up until the end, she was still working. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like like never, never really seemed to disappoint. Like she clearly was somebody who had a great sense of humor and, and very versatile. She could be, she could do drama. She could do comedy. Uh, (laughs) She could, you know, she could do drama. She could do comedy. Uh, she could, I mean, you name it, she could do it. And she was also, and as you were mentioning earlier, she was also a, a very, um, uh, prolific voice actress. So. Or voice actor, I should say. Not cheapen it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, any, any, right. any final well, words for uh, Chorus <clears> Lee? <throat> well
1: I no, I, she's just we won't see her around
0: anymore. She will be missed. Um and so the this one actually just happened uh I think a day or two ago. And that surprised me because for some reason in my head I thought this person was already dead, so I was even more surprised to find out that she was alive and now and now deceased um, uh-huh. uh, Cecily Tyson, uh, who is probably most famous for her role as uh and, and, as Jane Pittman in the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman, in which she plays a hundred year old i think a hundred and ten year old uh former slave and uh when yeah, was, was that what's that
1: when was that
0: that was back in i believe the 70s so she was actually super young when she played yeah
1: <laughs> i was like
0: yeah like that was that and that was the whole thing is because it was i forget if it was dick smith or somebody who had done the makeup that was that was the whole thing i was like it was like the the big thing of that one was the age makeup in there was let's see let me look here uh so... well, let me just look her up Uh, (laughs) It's just easier if I look her up instead of looking up the damn movie. Um, But uh, where are you, Cecily Tyson? Uh, Where is she? I know she's in here somewhere. Uh, Come on. Oh, there she is. Okay. So. uh, Filmography, filmography. Oh, she was, well, you know, she was in Roots, you know, of course. You know, everybody, you know, there was a, a, black actor in the 70s that wasn't in that movie Uh um let's see here where is that oh there it is so this was in 1974 uh and she would have if that was in 74 she would have been uh let's see here two uh, let's see two two and seven uh i guess she would have been in her uh, she would have been in her 50s then it's uh 74 minus 24 yeah so so she was she was in her fifties whenever she played this role. And um let me see, who was it that did the makeup? Uh makeup effects. Oh, it was Rick Baker. That's who it was. So uh-huh. the, yeah, so it was a big deal. Like that was kind of like, you know, it was a big deal. Like it was one of his first things. And, you know, it's um, you know, they the the big thing was, oh man, that they made her look so old in this movie. And um and I believe yeah it was a cuz it was made for tv movie and um and she did win i guess she did win actually did win the the best uh lead uh, dramatic role for an actress and uh and i guess it also won and then of course it won for makeup effects so you know that was like one of like her big her big kind of breakout roles um and then she was also uh the you know most re- most notably the thing that probably most people would remember her for was uh she played Viola Davis's mother in uh How to Get Away with Murder. And um and she was also like, like I said, it's another example of this was somebody who was ninety six years old and you know, at this time uh, most people are retiring and they don't really you know, they're they're sort of they might even be like chair or bedridden. She was out there making product, you know? <laughs> so it's a testament to just show that like, like like some people just have that drive where they keep going, you know? Mm. Uh-huh. Um, and it has, it's so far it's undisclosed what she died of. So I hope it was not COVID related because you know, that's, we've already lost way too many people to COVID right now. Um Unacceptable, you know, as many people feel. Uh, and and yeah, so I'm, I hope that it was just, I hope it was natural causes, but still, I mean, once again, lived to 96, didn't quite make it as much as, as Jane Pittman, but still not a bad run, you know?
1: Yes. Mm.
0: So Cecily Tyson will be, uh, will be missed. RIP. Um, Switching gears. Uh, so what have you been watching lately?
1: Doom Patrol and Titans. Doom
0: Patrol and Titans. I watched those a few And times.
1: Dairy Girls.
0: And what was the last one?
1: Dairy Girls.
0: What's Dairy Girls?
1: It's on Netflix. It's pretty funny. Uh, these uh, teenage, you know, roughly about 16 to 17 or 18 uh, year old Irish Catholic uh, schoolgirls in the 90s. And um, it's just funny yeah it's funny 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 show
0: yeah um but uh but no, you're talking about you know men, you mentioned uh titans and doom patrol uh-huh. um i had watched them a few months ago so it's kind of weird like when we talk about it so then i have to like i get my brain has to kind of go back and remember some of the stuff because i binge them
1: <laughs>
0: and i binge them pretty hard um And I was also like, I was doing like kind of three shows at once. So and and it's weird because some of them kind of they have similar characters, so some of the plots kind of you know like like kind of bleed into one another because I was watching Titans, uh, Doom Patrol, uh, Young and uh, the last season of Young Justice all at the same time. (laughs) So it's Mm. I had to think to myself, okay. Wait, was that did that happen in this show, or did that happen in the other one? You know, yeah. They both they they have so many of the same characters, especially Young Justice and Titans. Um. But uh, but yeah, uh, where are you up to on on either one of those?
1: On Titans, I I finished season one, and I have not started season two yet. Yeah, because that's, um,
0: that's when they bring in Isai Morales as um, as Deathstroke, and he he does a pretty good job. Yeah, and I saw Tim Drake is coming in season yeah, three, and, and the Barbara Gordon as well. They're going to bring her in as an mm-hmm. Oracle, and a, apparently the actress they have playing Barbara Gordon is I I believe she's actually an amputee. So, oh. you know, so that's kind of interesting that they went with that choice since since she is like a wheelchair bound uh, character.
1: Mm. Um, Uh, and doom patrol. Um, I just watched the episode where they went down to Paraguay mm -hmm. and confronted the German doctor that created Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And, and, uh, no, no, that's not true. I just finished the episode where the the kid grows up he's the the unwritten book yeah okay. and the mom the mom and dad are kind of like the cult members who are like raising him up and and then um i guess they both die or something and they become these giant clown people or something it's <laughs> in in this other dimension
0: oh yeah okay yeah i do
1: remember yeah yeah and then the eye com- the didn't the eye the de creator is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the last one I watched, which I think is pretty close to the end of season one. Yeah.
0: So you haven't gotten to the Have you gotten to the point where Have you gotten to the point now where like that with that Ace of Base scene that's supposed to be kind of like where the guy's trying to do the, uh, um, Reservoir Dogs thing, but he's playing Ace of Base. No. Okay. So yeah, you you got a little ways to go. Um, but because uh, yeah, it's with Crazy Jane. Um. But, uh, but no, I, I, I do enjoy Doom Patrol. Like it was the, the first one of those I saw, cause it, 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 uh, I believe it was the first DC universe show that made it to uh, HBO Max. And I was thrown off by the fact that it had, um, you know, like it, it used uh, so liberally. <laughs> and then also the nudity that was nudity and violence that was in it. Cause it's, actually, yeah, it's, uh, it's
1: pretty, pretty violent. It's yeah.
0: Um and I I believe that one's also produced by um Greg Berlanti who does all the CW stuff. <laughs> Cuz at the very end yeah. I think it has like the Greg move your head thing at the end. Yeah. And yeah, that's- It's like
1: I'm tired of all this kitty stuff. Let's do some real. Um Yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's so uh, entertaining, watchable. Yeah. Um Unlike some of the c w stuff yeah.
0: although I mean have you watched a lot but... of the c w stuff
1: mm... No,
0: I mean, I'll say this uh the first couple seasons of Arrow are definitely worth a watch, uh, yeah,
1: you've said that before,
0: but it, it, it I'm just it does get to a point where yeah they're they're not so good, you know <laughs> and yeah, I mean, the one thing that, you know, it does annoy me, and I've, I've probably mentioned this before too, that the thing that always kind of annoys me about them is how everybody's, like, per, it looks like a fucking underwear model. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, even, even the, the there's a, a character called Felicity Smoke who's sort of the love interest and in, or one of the love, the, uh, one of the love interests in Arrow who's supposed to be kind of like this tech nerdy girl, but the only thing that makes her nerdy is she wears glasses. It's like mm-hmm. you take them off, and she's a smoking fox, you know yeah just like
1: just like a porn movie, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry. yeah so I mean that kind of gets annoying, and you know all the and any any uh uh LBG, LBGTQ character they have is all like never looks like a normal person that just they they look like they look like bait material basically <laughs> it's like yeah. you know because I guess they realize, and I, I mean, hey, I get it. You know, most of your audience are like horny teens or or guys my age, you know. But still, it's like, can you try to make it a, you know, a little, or at least you know, portray them a little more realistically? Of course, granted, I also realize, you know, the the conflict of me saying that when it's I'm I'm using the say I'm saying realistically when it's a, a superhero story, but whatever
1: well come on yeah. <laughs> superheroism is serious yeah it's a serious gig um, um <clears throat> other than that uh WandaVision fourth episode came out uh what yesterday or the day before yeah, on, on Friday, friday. Uh, yeah friday oh. <clears throat> um which was yesterday yeah
0: and, uh, and 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 yeah,
1: today awesome. is the thirtieth yeah. of January. Yeah. Yes.
0: And um and, yeah, they I brought was right. back they brought back uh, a couple of characters from movies past. um We had Jimmy Wu from uh you know from Ant Man and the Wasp, and mm-hmm. we had Darcy Lewis, who was originally from you know played by Cat Dennings. Uh, Ran- I should say Randall Park who played mm-hmm. Jimmy Wu, and then Cat Dennings who plays. Uh, uh, i just like darcy lewis yeah from the thor from the thor films yeah, yeah. who's meow meow yeah, meow meow. <laughs> meow meow uh and apparently you know because, meow, meow. you know because we've gone forward this is supposed to be oh I, I did like how the very beginning by uh by the way everybody uh spoiler alert we are probably going to be talking about some stuff here that you if you if you haven't seen it yet please watch that
1: uh, yeah Although by the time I get this edited yeah. and put out there,
0: it well, may be some people can relate <laughs> to the party. We don't know. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, I like how they did at the very of uh, the opening how they did the the re- like the reverse blip. You know, <laughs> like how they, when everybody came back
1: when yeah when they were coming back <laughs> and everybody was in the hospital, they were like, "Oh,
0: we're overloaded. What's going on?" And and you have Monica Rambo, which which they did finally reveal that. That uh, is it. Janice was that her name on uh, whenever she was in. Uh, Ger- Geraldine. Geraldine, yeah. That Geraldine is in fact Monica Rambeau, and for those of yeah. you don't know, that's the little girl from Captain Marvel that basically redesigned her color scheme. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, she shows up and she's in the hospital where she was, you know, waiting for, you know, kind of just waiting in the waiting in the uh, uh, examining room or or, or the uh, patient room. For her mother to come back and only to find out that, oh, that was five years ago <laughs> and her mother's dead. Um, and uh, and then it really kind of it does like the deep dive into, OK, this is what S.W.O.R.D. does. Um, and then it also shows, uh, you know, uh, everything, basically everything that was going on in the outside world when the first three episodes were going on.
1: Yeah. So the first three episodes were from Wanda and Vision's perspective. Yeah. And then this episode was everything from the outside. Yeah,
0: which I know I talked about, we kind of talked about this earlier. I was so glad they did that because it's like, as much as I appreciated what they were doing in those first three episodes, it's like, it's time for, it's time to switch gears for a minute. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, you know, cause you can only, I mean, I get, it's like, you know, I get what they were doing. I get, you know, they're, they're building up, but it's, it's also one of those things where, Really, only a Marvel property can get away with this because they've they've got such you know they you know they're they're ten movies in, so they can get away with like taking that long for a setup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: well, and they're they're good at what they do. Unlike some companies that make superhero movies. But I know,
0: like um, I know, like listening to. Um, um the fat man beyond podcast with you know with, with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard and Mark Bernard and said it kind of pointed out and I kind of agreed where it's like um really the the main reason why he was sticking with it was because it's a Marvel property and he knows something's gonna you know it's it's a Marvel story so he knows eventually something's going to happen but he's like had I never seen a Marvel movie in my life and I just tried to watch this I probably wouldn't have stuck with it after the second episode, (laughs) and I and I get that. And I I mean, well,
1: except it wasn't that slow. But no, but like they they were setting up the ominous, you know, outcome. But they were also even also
0: making reference to a bunch of stuff that, if you are completely unfamiliar with the the Marvel universe, like
1: yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that only insider people, deep deep dive knowledge people like us knows or somebody, I mean, um, just like
0: somebody who's who's been who's watched every movie since uh, Iron Man, you know, it's like you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, but they're bringing in a lot of stuff from the comics too because um like the whole thing going on with Wanda right now is she's kind of in this psychic break. Yeah. Uh she's had a psychic breakdown. And so they've taken the disassembled uh or Avengers Disassembled storyline, the House of M storyline. And uh, what was the third one? We said
0: the vision where he has the family. I can't remember what that was.
1: Oh yeah. Just, just vision. Uh, It was his um, uh, self-titled comic title from, I think it was 2015 or 17, something like that. And, and so they've kind of combined all those three together and they're making this, you know, Wanda has created this, uh, her, her own, bubble reality pocket, yeah pocket universe um yeah. where where vision is still alive and they're having children which those two children become young avengers yeah. someday which i believe they're setting up a young avengers movie because you've also got kate uh hawk uh kate bishop who's going to be hawkeye and you've got uh stature which is ant-man's daughter yeah. and then you know a couple of other people they'll they'll bring in down the line of phase 4 yeah but, there, you know, this WandaVision is setting up a lot of the uh, pieces of Phase 4, yeah. because Wanda is going to be in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, yeah. so you'll probably start to see... Sure you will going to be... Hold up! What's that? You'll, I said you'll probably start to see parts of that come in, um, play here on the show. But it also,
0: I mean, that makes you wonder, though, is she going to be the villain? in multiverse of madness or is she going to be an ally <laughs> well
1: well there's two ways i assumed that doctor strange was like wanda i can help you get vision back we just have to go to this alternate universe and get their vision or whatever yes you know something about an alternate dimension uh maybe they go to the soulstone universe and visions there cuz you know when people die they they uh, stay in the soul stone so maybe he can pull him out or something um, or I hadn't thought of it that way but maybe she's not the villain but the uh, antagonist yeah. of of that movie uh, but maybe not maybe like somebody uses her psychic breakdown mm-hmm. as a weapon so she's not the villain but maybe it's uh, Baron Mordo comes back or you know, from the. I remember
0: they were talking about uh, Nightmare possibly, yeah, Nolan in in the uh, or or somehow being in multiverse of madness because he's one of you know he's one of Doctor Strange' big bads,
1: yeah. Uh... But so there's there's a couple ways they could go with that, um, either Nightmare or Baron Mode Mordo uses Wanda, and Doctor Strange has to kind of take her off the ledge, yeah. so to speak, and. Um, 'Cause she will
0: so, stand. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it oh God, well, who sang that song that ledge, <laughs> um, <laughs> my friend, I will understand Wish you would step off that my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh who was that? I don't know. Uh, somebody from 30s. the 90s
0: <laughs> um but anywho um that should be the song used in there. <laughs> multiverse of madness uh, yeah. yeah so you know it looks like it's like, like it looks like momentum is starting to finally build like we're, we're starting to it's kind of like okay now this this ball's rolling now um so it should like i think we like we we've gone through like the kind of like the exposition part of the show
1: well and, and they're stuff. This is the fourth episode, and you said there were nine. I believe so. Yeah, nine episodes. We have five,
0: five to go, and and yeah, it's either nine, it's either nine or ten. It's usually about standard. Uh, I, I I know, like the one thing, and I remember you even were talking about this too. It's like I wish they were longer than thirty-five minutes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, either either an hour long or release two episodes at a time. Cause having to watch it thirty minutes at a time, one week at yeah. a time, is just like uh It's kinda
0: of friggin' horrendous. Um or like yeah. like, you know, the thing with Mandalorian, one week it might be a thirty-five minute show, but the next next week it'll be an hour show, you know. <laughs> it's like, you know, they they mix it up, you know, depending on the, the amount of story they want to tell. Um but, as i said no it, it, it looks like momentum is finally building uh so we'll see what happens um hopefully hopefully i mean like it's like, it, like i i have you know i have high hopes for this and for the next uh, few marvel shows that come out uh,
1: high uh hopes the- you've hopes. got high hopes. High, or
0: something in the sky hopes whatever i forget
1: high up in the sky apple pie I that's
0: hope. the one um so another <laughs> really good show that is worth a watch uh that just premiered this last week on sci-fi is resident alien which sorry, mm-hmm.
1: which i told you about well
0: no i knew about it
1: you <laughs> no you didn't
0: i told you about match. it uh i saw ads for it uh but anyhow uh and uh, you said in, in in you know before we record, you said you still hadn't had a chance to see it yet, correct?
1: No, I was gonna watch it last night, but then I fell asleep
0: on the couch. It is definitely a good watch. It's the humor is very black. Um it's very <laughs> much it's very much like uh uh you you remember Happy, right? It's yeah. kind of that sense of humor where it's 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 sort of funny but it's just like really messed up funny <laughs> and and there are some moments that kind of make you go oh uh, <laughs> and it's based mm-hmm. off of uh you know, it's based off a dark horse comic uh by peter hogan and steve parkhouse and um it's got alan tunic or tudick uh, yeah. and he plays essentially he plays an alien who crash lands on earth like you know, he's he was, he was, he ends up, uh, he was doing like sort of a flyby on earth and his spaceship gets struck by lightning and it crashes in this remote uh, Colorado town. Um, and, you know, the first, you know, which by the way, I guess I should say light spoilers. I'm not going to go into great detail here. I'm going to kind of do like anything. What I'm saying is basically stuff you could have picked up from watching either like any of the promotional stuff that, that they have, that, that, that sci-fi has put out there. Um, but yeah, so basically he is this alien who, who's, uh, uh, ship crashes and he, uh, you know, in this remote, in this remote area of Colorado and the first place he goes to is this cabin where this doctor who is, who Alan Tudyk really is, uh, where he, where he's spending time and, you know, long story short, he ends up killing Alan Tudyk and then taking his form. And Alan Tudyk's character was a doctor. And so, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, there's a a murder that happens in town. And so, the sheriff comes out there and says, oh, we need you, you're a doctor, we need your help in investigating this murder. And, you know, it's it's so it's basically him trying to fit in, you know, because he's, like, trying to not let them know that he's an alien, but he's, you know, because he is an alien, and so, like, just he doesn't have common, the common sense that a normal human would have, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's basically, you know, it is a fish out of water story. And there is a, there is, I will say this, there is a sinister element as to why he is there. Um, But then at the same time, you know, you hear him, you know, the way he refers to stuff, like he is genuinely curious about the human race. And, um, and there's, there's one, like one of the, one of the things that I will kind of share, which is kind of funny is that, uh in town there is cuz you know cuz he he uses like he he essentially shapeshifts into um Alan Tudyk but apparently like he talks about how like one in every million human has like some sort of genetic ability where they can see what he really looks like and apparently one kid in town can see through him and see see that he's like see his alien form and mm-hmm. so one night after he goes and gets drunk, uh, you know, cause he's just like, he's like, Oh man, I'll, you know, that's, that's going to be a problem later, but I'll put it on a back burner. I won't, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it later. And he ends up getting drunk and it shows how alcohol affects him. Like how he's, he's like, you know, the, oh, the you know, if you've ever been like just faced uh, you know how you don't really make the best decisions <laughs> when when you're in that condition and he goes, Oh, this whiskey's really making me think clearly now. I think I'm just gonna go over to that little boy's house and kill him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and so there's this whole scene where he sneaks into the kid's house, like you know, kind of like creeps in through his window, and then the kid wakes up and he puts his hand over his mouth. and He goes, "No, no, no just keep quiet. I'm not gonna." He goes, "I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just going to kill you." Like <laughs> his parents run in, of course, he has to hide underneath the bed and. He tries to tell them there's a, you know, there's an alien under the bed. And of course they're like, Oh, you, you're just making up stories again. Come on. You can sleep in our bed tonight. <laughs> so, and yeah, it's, it's pretty good. um uh, Alan Tudyk is great. And of course, you, know, I mean, he, he, it's a role that he kind of plays, I, I you know, you've seen him play before and it's because he's, he's really good at playing that sort of awkward, you know, uh, very like kind of kind of weirdo character, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, it comes on. It's on sci-fi. So if you have cable, DVR, it, I think I want to say that maybe Hulu gets it. I doubt it. Though I can't remember if they're in conjunction with sci with sci-fi. But well, they're, they're not
1: out of conjunction with them. But there's no guarantee they don't
0: because all their stuff goes in. All of um all of sci-fi stuff goes to Netflix because they have a. That's where, cause that's where happy went. Um, so it's some like, so you can either wait, you can either, you know, uh, watch it now on who watch it now on sci-fi or wait till it comes out on Netflix, but it is definitely worth a watch. Um, they're only one episode in right now, but, uh, it looks to be promising. Um, something else I just thought of, uh, that, um, I started watching, kind of. You know how we were talking about Black Dahlia last time? Uh, yeah. Uh, have you watched any of that Night Soccer docu series on Netflix?
1: We just finished. Yeah, I, it. See,
0: I am. I'm almost. I think I'm on my like episode nine. I was really interested.
1: Wait, there are oh, only four I'm episodes. Like, oh, I
0: thought it said. Well, maybe. It, uh, I thought it said nine. Oh, whatever. I'm, I'm at the. Or maybe,
1: you don't even don't
0: know. know. Well, because I just I literally just play it whenever I'm. Whenever I'm cooking or doing dishes, I'll just have that on. So I just, it just,
1: yeah, I, it's only like a little four episode mini series. Like,
0: I'm at the, I, the, the one that, uh, the last one I watched was the, the one where, um, uh, he, uh, they, they finally figured out his name and then it ends, you know, what I'm talking about where, where, yeah, that was episode okay, three. So I'm, so I'm one episode away from finishing it, but, uh, I really found that one, that one I found fascinating because it was just like how you you watch that and you think to yourself, they could have solved this so much earlier had everyone been willing to cooperate with each other.
1: Well, right. And that's the thing that has always yeah. been the problem is LAPD. Yeah. That was the problem when the Black Dahlia was yeah. murdered. That was the problem when that child was taken that the Chameleon movie or no, the Changeling movie was uh, yeah. based on. That was the problem with the night stalker murders that was the pro- that's always been the problem is the l a p d is late. incompetent yeah. they're corrupt they're they're what did they say there are like fifteen different districts yeah. in l a they're all l a p d yeah. but they're different districts yeah.
0: well, and- so they're not they're not coordinated like the uh New York Police Department, you know. And so it's it's, cause, it's you know when you really when they talk to the, like the, the LA Sheriff, like because those are the guys that were really like, you know the 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 Sheriff Department, you know the, the the Deputy Sheriff Department, those are the guys that were really trying and really driven to try to stop this guy <laughs> because you know you had like that the the guy who was the the guy who, who was one of the people on the Hillside Strangler, uh, who actually yeah, yeah. Frank Frank Salerno and uh, and then his partner who was like the sort of like young up and coming like really eager guy. Uh, yeah, Gil, Gil you know, Ramirez, Ramirez or something. No, Ramirez no, the man. Not, that's. Yeah, Richard uh, Ramirez. It was Gil because I know he was he was, uh, he um, was just a Latino and I can, yeah I cannot.
1: Yeah, I, I can't remember uh, his last name, but Gil like something. Some I mean, they were like, like
0: were very driven and they wanted to wanted to get the like like find the guy and um and even like you know even and they were the ones too that like uh were because you know there's there were there was also the instances of. Kids getting abducted and molested, and and you know he and they were the ones that were basically saying we're pretty sure this is the same guy. When everybody else is like, oh no, that that doesn't happen. No, those the the people don't do like guys who are serial killers or murderers like that. They don't go after kids, also.
1: Yeah, but it was all tied together by the shoe print and the gun, basically. Yeah, and uh, um, <clears throat> because at that time, and, and when they tell you. We looked up; it, it was an Avia there, shoe print. And
0: there were only, and they figured because of the description, uh, that it was that it was a black Avia, and there were only there was a very finite number of
1: there the, in all of L.A. at that time. There were only four or five that were yeah. sold, so it, it really tied it down to like we could catch this guy. And then, you know, unfortunately, the San Francisco mayor, like, because which was which was Diane yeah. Feinstein. Ugh. <laughs> like she really yeah. screwed it up, and and also what screwed it up was they knew that he had gone to a dentist. Oh, and yeah. the dentist the dentist said he's going to have to come yeah. back, or somebody said he's going to have to, to another, come back
0: because he cause, uh, the 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 officer who we can't or the, the deputy who we can't think of his name he he would shown the X ray to a to another like just for consultation to a, a friend of his that was a dentist, and he was like, yeah, he's going to become becoming back because that's an impacted tooth that's going to be killing him soon.
1: And so they stay. They had guys in the office just waiting there, and then the day before, uh, like the the police, the chief or whatever was like, uh, "This is a bust. We're no, taking your guys out. Much take money. your guys out." And so then, then the next day well, he comes they, in.
0: They replaced it with uh, because they, they were saying it's too much money to have guys just sit there. So we'll put in. And, oh, and by the way, this was LAPD who put this in. They said we'll just we'll just have a LAPD put in a bank alarm. So they'll they'll whenever they whenever the guy shows up, he'll push the alarm and we'll be there. And and then yeah, he called and said he was here. Why?
1: Where were you guys? Why didn't you come? Yeah, and, and then like... you
0: find out that either the either they didn't hook it up, either like the alarm was faulty, or they just did not. Whoever hooked it up was incompetent. And <laughs>
1: like... well, yeah. But I was thinking, could the guy not just have gone to a different office and yeah. called? Like if he's like this you know it's not working,
0: couldn't they couldn't well, he have just called him at them? that <laughs> point, maybe he didn't know, maybe he, he's like maybe they're on the way, they're on the way, you know <laughs> you wanna have, I mean you want to yeah. have faith that this is that this is doing what it's supposed to be doing, <laughs> so or maybe, maybe they're yeah, but at, typically
1: the l a p d yeah. screwed everything up yeah. and and several more people were yeah. murdered and and it took that much longer to yeah. find him because
0: they are yeah. incompetent. Ugh. But no, and it's i, don't know, I thought it was it i was really it was a very fascinating documentary um and also to find out it, it wasn't really so much that richard ramirez was was it's not he wasn't like a ted bundy who was like good lord like just like scary scary diabolical so, you know, sociopathic genius this guy was clearly not that bright but he he was using the 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 uh, uh the incompetence of the LAPD to his advantage, basically.
1: Well, yeah, not trying to. It was just so random. He would he would strike over here and then strike over here, strike over here, and sometimes he would kill them, sometimes he wouldn't, sometimes he would rape them, sometimes he Whatever wouldn't. He told him to do. And
0: uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but no. Um... But yeah, so that's also a good one. I guess a lot of people were disturbed by. I guess, I know, like that. That show's been getting a lot of criticism because of what they show. Because you know, they know they
1: well, get over it. You know, I mean, people. Uh, it's like, to me, when they don't show crime photos, I'm pissed off. Because I'm like, I want to see the crime photos. That's how I am. We talked about that with, with last time with yeah, the Black yeah. Dahlia. Like that. That intrigues me. You know, that that part of me that wanted to be a criminologist. Yeah. I want to see yeah. the crime photos. Well, and when you when you don't let me censor myself, it makes me mad. So people that are like, Oh, why did they show me that? Get over it. It's like
0: something else and I was kind. I, at first I, I kinda of wondered if uh the killer in Red Dragon who who is it that wrote those books? The uh Silence of the Lands and Red Dragon and Hannibal. I mean I don't I recall name his name right now, but I had always like whenever the more I was watching, I was like, "Oh man, I kind of wonder if he based that Tooth Fairy k- Killer after Richard Ramirez." And I, was, no, no, but maybe. See, then I was just that because oh, no, he he you know all that stuff happened uh, in '85, like the the Night Stalker murders happened in '85, and uh, he wrote Red Dragon in '81. Like it was published in '81, so it's almost like this was foreshadowing, you know. <laughs> so because it's really. I don't, and i don't know if he i mean
1: thomas harris yeah is thomas harris's yeah,
0: harris red dragon because like the similarities too of just like him uh using symbol you know because like you know he would carve the the symbol of the you know like the you know symbols in the trees and shit like in the same way that ramirez would use the pentagram and um and just the way that he oh like you know he he kills the kills the man rapes the woman type stuff like that
1: and speaking of Red Dragon, there's that new show Clarice coming out. I'm I'm curious about that one to see whether it'll be good or whether it'll be like that Bone Collector yeah. show. I I try I watched the first episode of that and I was just like I don't care about this. Uh, like the whole young the young gun d- uh, police girl who gets recruited by the Veteran detective guy, and she has to prove herself. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I don't care about a, that. Was
0: it a, a, a direct reference to, indirect reference to the Bone Collector movie? Or?
1: Yeah, it was. It was. I don't,
0: even, I don't even remember that. I don't even remember there being a show. So, yeah,
1: yeah it came out like last like year it. or something, and. I watched the first episode and I was just like, "It's well, I, no, I don't care." Who is, I don't if
0: this care. is going to be like the whole this Clarice show, I wonder. I'm wondering if it's going to be this. Okay, it's yeah, after. That's what I was always wondering if it was going to be.
1: It, it's after because it. Uh, she she captured Buffalo Bob or
0: um, mm-hmm. Bill. I was, was thinking beauty. of the.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, Joe oh. Joe Dirt. Oh, what are they? Don't they call him Buffalo I Bob or remember. something? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do nothing. Anyway, Um, no, uh, Buffalo Bill, she caught him. Uh, so this is like all the aftermath and the kind of PTSD she has to go through from dealing yes. with that case. And plus the new ones coming in. So now she's famous. Uh, she's a big name. She has to deal with the, the notoriety of that case. And and it's the after wait, the wait, aftermath.
0: Saying she saved a big old, great big old fan person.
1: Yeah, she put the lotion on her skin and she didn't get the hose again.
0: Oh, good, yeah, good, that's great. Yeah. Are you about a size 16?
1: And whenever whenever he watches sports, he says, put the basketball in the basket. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> I love you, monk. <laughs> Candy cane. Oh, Candy oh, cane.
0: Bing, 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 oh, bing, bing. good old Ted Levine. Oh, on, yeah, now. that was fun.
1: <laughs> Monk, Monk, I know you've been right every other time, Monk, but this time I just can't believe that you're right. I'm sorry, Monk. I should have listened to you. You were absolutely right. That's how every that's how every episode of Monk is
0: like the chief from uh, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> well, Gadget, you've done it again. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we are at
0: seven minutes over. So, yeah, well, um,
1: I guess yeah, this was, was another episode, and
0: uh, we, we we talked about that. you know we 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 kind of I think it's pretty well rounded. We start off we started off with you know sadness for people we lost. Uh, then we talked about uh, genre television, and then we talked about documentaries of people murdering.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and Then we did yes, some impressions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One. That um, <laughs> would yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh once again, if uh you got I hope you guys had a good time listening to us talk about what not. And um if you like what it is that we do, uh please please remember to rate like, uh Great. and subscribe and most importantly, but Caleb. Come I'm on, I'm
1: not going to say it. Will you say it for me? No. No. Or, I'm not going to say it. There, come on. Uh, if you like it, then you should yeah. share it with your friends.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but put the lotion on uh, while
0: you do so, it. So, yeah, uh, I guess we will see you next time.
1: All right. Well, bye.